to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid The comedy podcast for all things music But me and classic Today, more classic Classic I'm Pat Francis. Mike Siegel. And Hi, I'm Mike Siegel. I don't know. Mike, I, you're, how long have you been back? I forget. A couple weeks. Couple, now. Has yeah. it really been a couple weeks? By the time we're, uh, well, recording this, I got back, let's see, September 7th. I was gone for six weeks. Six weeks. It's a lot of, uh, a lot of ship time. Again, it looks like you did some fun stuff, though. You got off the boat, you stretched yeah. your legs, you saw <laughs> some stuff. Yeah, I got to see, I uh, got to know Boston, Montreal, and Halifax, and Quebec City, all lovely cities. What's the donkey show like in Boston? Do it's they great. Have that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, they let you sit in. <laughs> There's a, you went to a pizza joint in Boston. I did. How yeah. Would, right how, by, how was that? I know it was in, <laughs> endorsed, right by Harvard. It was endorsed by a lot of uh, celebrities. Yeah. Correct? Mark Zuckerberg's uh, photo was on the wall is the, uh, one, you know, one of your more famous dropouts of Harvard. And uh, he was on the wall. And he, Whatever he, happened to him? I don't know. <laughs> I hope he's doing okay. And then, uh, yeah, Steve Carell, I guess, who grew up around the area. Really? Yeah. I didn't know he was a Boston guy. Yeah. And who else? Yeah, there's a few other people on the wall. Do they really like Harvard do you, people? Do you think they really endorse it, or the guy just goes, "Hey, would you mind sending a picture?" Yeah, he he went there, and you know, there's a celebrity there. They want to take a photo with him. Yeah, and I think uh, there's a Ben Affleck one on the wall. Well, really, know. Ben Affleck, something in Boston. Yeah, with Ben Affleck. <laughs> Go figure. How do you like them? I'd see any Damon though. You think you'd huh. see some Damon? Maybe he doesn't like that yeah. place. No. How do you like? I like them apples. How do you like them pizzas? <laughs> is what I would have signed on my <laughs> headshot. Yeah. I just remember it was Pinocchio's. Was it Pinocchio's? Yeah. And how was it? Give it a it was one, fine. one to ten. It was a good slice. It was a decent slice. But I, you know, I think a lot of these things, like um, Chick Fil A, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's not so that it's g- great. It's just people grew up with it. Yeah. And that's why they were so excited. We're getting a Chick Fil A, and everybody from the South freaks out when one opens up. But it's really it's a chicken sandwich. Yeah. That's all it is. Swing by there on Sunday. They're closed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some uh, scripture with my uh, yeah pickle. Some, yeah, have your uh, money go to the LGB, not go to LGBTQ mm-hmm. or anti-LGBTQ. That's right. Communities. <laughs> um, what uh, we did have a slice. I found a slice in Brooklyn that was amazing. Well, you should. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole like, of the slice. It was like a hole in the wall place, and it was. We went there after Kyle's wedding. Me and my brother and my sister-in-law. Have you talked about Kyle's wedding? I haven't uh, heard anything about it. You haven't told me about it. Pilar and I just talked about you it. You said it was great. It was great. It was fantastic. Good music? Good music. Uh, they got married on a Friday. One of the songs that was played at the reception was Friday, I'm in Love. Sure. It makes sense. No, it was and fantastic. And the cure makes sense. With yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. The two. With the goth and <laughs> with the, the, goth. In the graveyard. It was, uh, nothing seemed out of the ordinary. Everything was fantastic. That's awesome. My dad didn't go, so that helped. <laughs> Seriously, everyone was in a fantastic mood because my dad's not there. He's the X Factor. Well, did he not go for, he, he did not approve or did he? Uh, no, just, uh, I don't want to travel there. Just okay. doesn't want to go. Yeah, his, his first grandson, his first grandchild, the the only one that he'll see get married, be able to see get married for sure. You think so? How old is he? Uh, my dad's eighty two, but the next grandkid's twenty six. He's not getting married. He always says, "I'm, I'm never getting married." And then after that, it's uh, Ezra, and you know they're no, in, they're in college. Yeah. yeah, but they're in college right That's now. That's true. That's true. So, what are you gonna yeah, do? Yeah, so, so it was good. It was Friday. A catch, I'm in love. It was catch twenty two. Because first of all, we all think he's a dick because he didn't go, and yet secretly we all know how much more, uh, how much easier it is when he doesn't go. Right. So 
we can be mad at him, but secretly but not go, that mad. But, but secretly go, that was great because <laughs> it was. Everyone was in a great mood. Like, your mom was there. My mom was there certainly. Okay, certainly. And your brother, who was uh, Kyle's dad. Yes. Okay. Yep. Older brother, right? Older brother. Yeah, he's older by four years. Did he loosen up a little at the party? Did he ask for some Neil Diamond? He did loosen up. There were no, I don't think you could request any songs. But um, oh no, I bet that I bet that playlist was strictly uh, monitored. It was yeah they they <laughs> they uh, they knew what they wanted to hear and that's what they heard. But the food was great, the room was great, the wedding was great, the drinks were great. everything was great. Uh, seriously, one of the best weddings. Excuse me, I burped, ever, that I've ever been to. Did you get a Did you get a chance to sit down with or hang out with Kyle at all? Is he working? What's he doing? Uh, yeah, he works for uh, he. Does social media for a nonprofit? Okay, uh, he, um, you know, it's not what he wants to do, but I think it's. Uh, I think he's told me it's more money than he's ever made at any job right. yet. So that's he's great. Toughen it out, you know. You don't want to live in, but you need the money in New York. I mean, yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where are they living? Yeah, in Brooklyn. Okay, and they. Uh, you know what part? Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I thought no, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. um, hip hipster land. It's so funny. You just can't say Brooklyn. And you go, what part of Brooklyn? Yeah, no. It's massive. East side? I don't know. It's pretty huge. But um, but yeah, um, Marissa finishes school in December 2020. So, oh, okay. So a year left. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, they say they're coming back here. So That'd be nice for you. Yeah. Yeah. You I got guess. that apartment still? Yeah. That'll, we need a producer for God's someone's, sake. Someone's in, <laughs> someone's in the apartment right now, but... Uh, we don't need so much uh, producers. We need to, I'd like that third voice back. You think? He hardly spoke. Yeah, but when he did, it was funny. <laughs> he'd, be making no, fun just, of, he'd be making fun of this, these, this music today all day long. I know. I think uh, you just want somebody to work the boards, which is a big deal. He doesn't do posts. He just does, uh, he just plays the tunes here. But then he'll look stuff up, too. If I, yeah, that's, that's another true. thing. Like if I say, he's good at that. See, see how many, uh, the, yeah, because he's a... Yeah. And then, boom, he has the information for you. I need that. Yeah, did he sneak in some Nine Inch Nails in the uh, hmm. in the playlist? If there was, I didn't. If it, it was, it was one that was uh, that people could. Uh, it was easily digestible if right. he did play. One. Was there a big dance song together? Was that traditional or was it something, some deep cut? Uh, I forget what their first dance song was. I know that uh, uh, Kyle uh, Kyle uh, learned the dance. And uh, I said, "What was it like? Uh, what was it like doing that dance without the uh, the painted feet on the floor?" <laughs> he goes, "I know, right?" He goes, "I was really." You could see him counting on his face: one, two, three, one, two, three, two, three. I'm but, just um, picturing it like a very Tim Burton scene. <laughs> no, it wasn't that crazy. That's, okay, it wasn't that. Um, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that crazy. That's what I think. Everyone was blowing it up like it was going to be insane. They got married at a graveyard, but they weren't amongst the tombstones. Okay, what it was, like, what was it? There, there's like a, a little cottage or little house right in the inside the, the gates of the. <laughs> they might have maybe yeah, they, the mausoleum. Yeah, it, no, it's not even like that. It looked like a like a little cottage. Okay. So they got married on the in front of that cottage on the porch. And the graveyard was actually behind us, but we were, it was in the gates of the graveyard. Oh, okay. So I think what people heard were getting married in a graveyard. It felt like, you know, amongst the tombstones, yeah. but it wasn't like that It could at be all. a thriller video. It's very nice. Yeah, it was very, <laughs> it was actually very, very nice. That sounds um, like, so and the I, weather was good. Everything was good. Sprinkled a little bit. The wedding was outside, sprinkled Ooh. a little bit, but then, uh, but then the clouds opened up, so it was nice. But um, yeah. Yeah, I missed you out on the East Coast. I almost, it was close. You could probably could have come to that wedding. <laughs> From what? Where, where were you? I'd probably, I have a day off in Boston. You think I could get down there in uh, six hours? Yeah, hop the, what do they got, the BART? <laughs> yeah, no, do they there's have no way. Boat? There's lift? no way. You got a lift? 
Well, I'm bummed because like a lot of ships stop in New York, and I've never worked on one that did, but I would love to. But usually it's when it's going down, because a lot of ships leave from mm. New York and go to like the Bahamas and stuff like that. But I just missed the hurricane by a week. Because yeah, it went right up over uh, Nova Scotia. What <laughs> havoc would that have wreaked? Uh, on I guess the boat? they had to like stay in port one night when they usually would have been sailing because mm-hmm. they knew it was coming. Then could you get off the boat all night long as long as you're back, or is, it, is there set rules? Sometimes, if you're in yeah, yeah. The port. No, I, I, we never did an overnight when I was on, but on their, they're on their way down now mm-hmm. for the winter. So all the ships go down to the Caribbean now or wherever. So they're uh, they're making their way down the coast, and it messes with the schedule a little bit. So I just saw something, somebody posted, like the crew that I was working with, that they, uh, they got to stay overnight in Quebec City, which would have been great, because yeah. that's a cool little town. Overnights are fun. I mean, you can actually go out and do stuff, but yeah. you don't have to hustle back. What was the, um, what, uh, what do I want to ask? So how many, how many cruises or boats have you been on? Have you made, do you keep a tally? Do you know? No, I don't know. You I don't know? no idea. I mean... 20? Yeah, yeah, over that probably. 30? No, I don't think it's that many. So now you have you have a resume now of of doing these boats. Can you can you like submit to other boats? Like I don't know. I'm not saying you're not yeah, you're no, not on a, good cruise no, lines. I have, a, I'm uh, saying I have a cruise agent. A cruise that agent. Does all that. Yeah, they they can promote you. I, I did a lot right up front. Yeah, but I learned. <laughs> I had some. You know, I was Bad learning ones. how to do it. Yeah. you know, so I probably didn't get great reviews my first ones. Yeah. but the, probably it's like it's like getting seen too quickly by mm-hmm. agents or something when you're not ready. I would assume you could submit your dry bar comedy special to these boats because it's well, clean. Now, well, it's clean. No, it's great. But now uh, I can go back to them. But this was like four or five years mm-hmm. ago when they saw me and I was coming out of clubs and, you know, there's a learning curve. Yeah. So they <laughs> I had to learn on these other ships. And now mm-hmm. it's like mostly Holland America that books me, but they were the last ones I did. So I basically learned on all the other ones. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got to them, my reviews were better. Do all the comedians make the same amount of money or do some guys command more money? No, I think more guys. Some guys, it's a lot of seniority stuff. If they've been doing it longer, I know some of the older guys are probably making more. And, so when can but you... But if they're pulling in great ratings or yeah, whatever. And, that's yeah. the thing. You have to have great ratings. They take the surveys seriously. Unlike a comedy club. Right. You know, nobody... They just want to get your mailing list. They don't yeah, care. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care. Who would you like to see? Eddie Murphy! Yeah, he's coming to the Chuckle Hut. In, when you're up there, do you feel like the audience is liking you and that you probably get good reviews? You know, I mean, you kind of, it's more about whether, they're more worried if you offend people. Okay. That's what they're more scared of. And some people will complain about anything just to get, because they think they get free stuff. It's like, <laughs> restaurants will tell you that. You know, they'll, they'll want to get like a free... Entree. Yeah. Or free dessert. Something. Or like a gift certificate to come back or, you know, people will write nasty things. They'll write letters to restaurants. And so I had worked in restaurants and people would do that. They knew it. Because they think they would just get like gift certificates. People or suck. Oh, they're horrible. They're awful. People <laughs> why, are assholes. Why are people like that? Oh, they're evil. Evil. But well, you know, it was good, and now I don't have to go again until uh, Christmas. All right. Well, today's September 22nd. It's a Sunday. When do you go back out? Uh, Christmas week. I'm yeah. going to go for four weeks. You're, you're home till... No, I'm doing a uh, comedy club. If uh, the AESAP club is getting this, yes, um, they'll get this. In- October 14th, 15th, I'll be back in Chicago. Good. My birthday, the 14th, mm-hmm. be downtown Zanies, and then that 17th through 19th, I'll be at the St. Charles Zanies. Okay, so we got to record that year uh, year in review episode before you leave in December. Yeah, yeah. a little bit early. Mid December, I think we'll be good. And have uh, you but- been listening to new music? Have you heard any? Uh, I have heard, yeah. I have, okay, I've yeah. heard a couple of good yeah, ones. I have heard some good, some new stuff. I'm already uh, compiling. Yeah, I know, because I started thinking about it. 
<laughs> you know, like two months in, you're like nothing yet. And it's like, okay, easy. We have 10 more months. Yeah, right. What, um, what was, uh, yeah, I, I mean, this isn't a new band per se, but it's their third album. I'd really like the new Raconteurs album. Oh yeah. Jack White. Yeah. It's really I haven't good. heard it. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Should okay. I send it to you? Yeah. Send okay, it. I will. I mean, I'll I mean, buy it. Buy it. <laughs> You'll go and download it. Jack White is fine. He's doing fine. He's okay. He's okay. He's got hand in everything. <laughs> yeah, he's he okay. Did a James Bond theme. Once. He's comfortable. He's, fine. he's comfortable, as my grandmother would say. <laughs> what? Um, so no more boats until December. No, nothing. Well, that's that's good why. Then. That's why I did it all in one chunk, so I didn't have to. Go that's with good. It. Then I think I know what our next episode is going to be too. Oh yeah, what is it? Let's do. No, no, we haven't done Blondie yet. Oh really? Yeah. God, yeah, you're right. We haven't. You like Blondie? Sure, that'd be fun. That's what we'll do. That would be fun. All right. And uh, rock and peace, uh, Rick Ocasek. Rock and Peace, Rico Kasich. Rock and Peace, Eddie Money. Oof. It was a rough week last week. I'm sure there's some other people that uh, that we don't follow that also have passed yeah. in, in the rock scene. And you haven't talked to Christy about Rick? I give her some time. Her. I just texted her, her and she said that she was bereft. Okay. That was her text back to me. Yeah. So, um, or your pal Elliot, friend of the show. I just liked his tweets or whatever. I really didn't send him a personal message. Yeah. Um. It's weird, though, because now the two singers in the cars are, like, I think if you're a member of the cars, you might, like, Elliot might have thought, you know, oh, there's always always hope that Rick will call and maybe something will happen. But, I mean, I'm sure he he doesn't miss him just for that. But I'm just saying, (laughs) on a career standpoint, once the voices are done. Yeah, that's true. And the keyboard player we saw playing with Todd with Rundgren. Todd Rundgren. Maybe this clears the way for Elliot and the keyboard player and the, and the drummer to go out and play some cars, tunes themselves. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't I mean, know. But uh, yeah, having, your, uh, having your, your, you know, your friend and your band all those years pass is tough. We're going to see more and more of this. These guys are getting up there, man. They really are. How old was he? Like, he was over 70, 70. 75. 75. Yeah. yeah. Bruce is going to be 70, I think, this week. Bruce Springsteen. But he looks... He looks great. He would That's come a good in here, 70. He would come in here and kick our ass. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You can go. How many, how many times would he kick it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Mike, quite a few times. <laughs> oh, two, three, oh. His, new album, his new album is very, very good. Western Stars. Oh, yeah? It's very I good. I've not it's, heard that. The word I use is lush. Lush. Yeah, because it's not an E Street band. Is it more of like a, it's not a Nebraska feel, is it? It's not a Nebraska feel. It's not, it's not twangy, Bruce, which I don't like. I don't like that, Bruce. No, okay. he's, his voice sounds amazing. The songs are very lush and, and what do I want to say? Epic sounding. Yeah, Epic. it's really, it's really cool. All right, I'll check it out. Do you want to buy it? Yes. Do you, would you, okay, I will purchase Did it you for you. Sell it to me? I, I will sell it to you. <laughs> That'll be your appearance fee for Thank today. Thank you, along with this lovely coffee. Um, uh, that's a hot latte. Three shots in that. Is it three shots of espresso? Oh in that. man, no! I'm gonna be bouncing off the walls, I, man. I, mine's the same out. thing, but I just get two shots because it's too much. Why'd for you me. give me the extra? You think I'm a? No, they always put three weight? in it. I tell them. I say oh, scale really? back by one. <laughs> you can't handle it. I can't handle it. You're one beer. Can't one beer. You're yeah, done. One, two, two shot shots. Espresso, of espresso. I'm done. <laughs> Lightweight. Uh, all right. So last time you were here, we did uh, Graham Parker. Graham Parker. And this, these two are intertwined, th- and and they're 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 in this contemporaries this, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's a good that's a good call. That's yeah. a good way to say it. Peers, peers work together. Did uh, uh, I got a Graham Parker song I brought in that Nick did? Oh, cool. Yeah, and I have I have a Nick song that Graham did. 
Oh, okay. Because when I was, uh, I found a, I found a, a Nick Lowe tribute album that I've never even seen in my life. It was, uh, I've never for, heard of that. For three ninety nine, and Marshall Crenshaw's on it. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers are on it. Um, Levon Helm is on it. Rock and Peace, Levon. Rock and Peace, Tom Petty. Oh boy. Well, yeah, I know. And, it's uh, starting. So yeah. Do uh, they don't use the Elvis Costello version of what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? No, but Elvis so many Cost- people have done that. Elvis Costello did a song on on the album too, but I forget what. I don't have it. I didn't okay. bring it. I didn't bring the whole thing. Dave Edmonds in it? Uh, Dave Edmonds is not in it. Okay. Here, I'll just give you now. The, I'll give you a taste. Here we go. Here's Marshall okay. Crenshaw. And the album's called. It's called Labor of Love. Labor of Love. The songs of Nick Lowe. Okay. Here's Marshall Crenshaw. But that don't coincide With the things that you do And when I ask you To be nice You say You gotta be cruel To be kind In the right measure Cruel to be kind That's nice Yeah That makes me want to listen to Marshall Crenshaw today Right It really uh, Yeah I like it He makes it His inflections The way he sings He kind of makes it his own Yeah when did you When did this come out? Uh, 2001, Labor of oh. Love, the music of Nick Lowe. Is the music called. of Nick Lowe. We're going to hear the new, the real Nick Lowe right now. Yes. Right now. Let's start with... Do we need uh, a biography for people who don't know who he is? Uh, if they're, so basically, he was a, he's a uh, Englishman who they, he was in a pub rock band called Brinsley Schwartz, really, kind of in the late 60s and early 70s, that never really made a, a splash. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went off and got into producing really yeah. on his then uh, made his and produced huge albums the first four Elvis Costello yep. albums five Elvis Costello albums uh, first four or five if it, it might have been the first four and then he came back and did a couple more yeah. later produced the damned produced, uh, first album produced the first single by pretenders stop your sobbing yeah so he was killing it and mm-hmm. that and then also kept playing and um, mm-hmm. And with guys like it was more of a rockabilly kind yeah. of guy he's an old school rock dude yeah and then his uh his song, he wrote the song "What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding," yeah. which Curtis Stigers recorded for the Bodyguard, Bodyguard soundtrack. Which sold forty-five million copies yeah. worldwide. So there's some mailbox money He's coming doing well. his way. So that's why he can basically just do you know whatever he wants to do. And that didn't happen until '92, but right. we'll get to that. But yeah, yeah. So he's uh, he's fine, and we've seen him mm, a couple times. We saw him at the Troubadour. Him I've seen Troub- him at the uh, at the Wiltern. With nope. uh, Los Straight Jackets. I saw, I've only seen him with you once. That was at the, at the, um, Troubadour. At the Troubadour. With Murray. But, but then I saw him at Largo. Oh. And I went by myself. I went by myself to the Wiltern. Yeah. And that's one, that's one of the times I got yeah. in free. Yeah. I was just hanging oh. out outside in the, uh, and the bouncer was like, You here by yourself? I go, Yeah, you go, you're here. You just, just give me a ticket. I was like, Great. But the, uh, so the places I've seen them, which is uh, the, uh, the Troubadour holds 250 and Largo holds 400. So very tiny places. Yeah. And I got uh, autographs at both of those places. And the Troubadour was just him uh, acoustic. I think so, yeah. He may have had one other person yeah, on stage maybe. with him. And we chased him down the street. Remember that? Yeah, he was a little irritated, I think. He was like <laughs> ready to cross the street. 
and we stopped him. And I think then the light turned red while he was signing. And so we had to wait again. And then we had to kind of wait behind yeah. him. <laughs> but, you know. What did but you just, have him sign? Just, um, he signed, I think he signed Rockpile at, um, at the Troubadour. And he signed uh, Labor of Lust at Largo. Okay. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Yeah. Good. He's fine. He's, he's doing okay. He's good. <laughs> but uh, but he did. He just walking right down the street after the gig. He just walked out. And, yeah. He was, it was like he was. His hotel was across the street yeah, or something. Or his and car then, was parked. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? But yeah, these are. This is the. It wasn't like hustled out with bodyguards or not, anything. Not at all. He was just an old dude walking down the street. I've seen Ben Montench many times at the uh, at the uh, at the Troubadour. Just. Hanging out? Just hanging out and watching the show. I bet he gets in free. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Those guys don't pay to get in no, anywhere. No. So uh, his first album, it was called something, it was called Jesus of Cool. Jesus of Cool in, in the UK. UK. But since it had Jesus in it, oh, Americans can't, uh, can't, can't deal with it. it. No. That so. fictitious character of Jesus can't be, <laughs> his name can't be on <laughs> the cover. So it was, here it was called Pure Pop for Now People. Yeah. And, um, I have it in the iTunes as Jesus of Cool because yeah. I'm a rebel. And but a, also a, the track listings were a little different yes. in the UK, and which is a common thing. Yeah, maybe less common now, but back I, then they changed like the track order. There's something that's on it that's not yeah. on the UK version, and, and vice versa. And it was uh, these first eight Nicolo albums have all been reissued on CD and vinyl by Yep Rock Records. I, I've I've given these away in the past, but uh, the Jesus of Cool it it compiles all the songs from. Both, both versions. Did. Both okay. versions, yeah. So did I still haven't does this one did you have the version of the Bay City Roller song or whatever? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't find it. You you would uh send it to me, but it's I think you have the U, the UK version. Because the, it was only one? on the US version. It's called Roller uh, I can't remember. Anymore. All right. Well what But it's making fun of the Bay City Roller song. Right. Or it's <laughs> something like that. <laughs> What's this your, is 1979, 79? 78. 78 it came out. So what's your song? What's your first one to kick us off? Uh, I Get am, a new printer. I know. First of all, Look use some of that. Printers are 50 bucks. I just, it is new. It is brand new. So I think it's got to be the ink. It's got to be. Or maybe ink. the fact that I was gone for six weeks, maybe something dried up or. There should be a, there should be a button to clean the ink heads oh, or something. I got a whole printer bit now. Oh, good. You got <laughs> out a print, of this, printer out of this junk. damn thing. Nice, clean printer junk. Yeah. So I think this kicks off the album. This is uh, a single, and this is So It Goes. All right. I'm rock solid. The cover for this album is very elaborate. He probably had a lot of fun posing yeah, yeah. for all these photos. It's basically, because there's like six photos on the front, but you open it up, there's more in the sleeve. It's him posing as all the different styles of rock and roll, Isn't basically. Dave Edmonds on one of them? Or at least uh, in, one in of, a couple in the, of the pictures? Mm, I don't know. Look at the photos, I think. Well, on the front, he's not, but... Are you sure? It doesn't look like him. Zoom in. <laughs> I think he might be on there. All right, let me see. 
By the way, Dave Edmonds, uh, we all know Dave Edmonds for while he's looking that up. They uh, they work together quite it often. It looks like it could be him in the center at the bottom because of the sunglasses, so you might be right. Um, and they formed a band, Rockpile, and Dave Edmonds recorded a lot of Nick songs, and, and they had two different labels, so they only made one album together under right. the name Rockpile. Yeah. But the band, it was Billy Bremner... And I think Terry Williams, is that his uh, name, maybe? The drummer. And, uh, but he uses them a lot yeah. in well, the first well, few the fir- albums. The first couple albums, the first solo... It's basically Rockpile. <laughs> yeah, and the first Nick, Dave Edmonds albums, it's, it's all Rockpile, but yeah. they only recorded... And that Rockpile album is great. It is great. Hard to find Classic. on CD. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I just, because I think it's one of those ones that was probably not printed up a lot, and when people find it, they, don't, they keep it. Right. You know what I mean? Did So It Goes make any headway on the charts? Over here, I think he got some radio airplay, but it, uh, I know there was. He was a, never a big star here. No, a, cu- a couple uh, MTV hits. Right, that's where I would see him. And surprisingly, a friend of mine, one of my best friends from high school, he was a a Nickelodeon fan. Which that's you really, defined. You, it's hard. It was, it was you, a really had to, you really had to search. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my other best friend from high school was a was a um, Marshall Crenshaw fan, which was also hard to. Fine. Yeah, it was like being a Grant Parker fan. These guys aren't really even big music guys, not the way I am. So for them to even find them and like them was yeah. weird. So that's how I was turned on to I them. told you I had that one guy in my, uh, in my dormitory who was a Todd Rundgren fan. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know anybody at college. Who was, but he no. had the big poster on. It was just, no. I didn't, I didn't know anybody who was I played so many things in small town Pennsylvania college that people would walk into my room and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> You know, like, I'm like, oh, this is the, the healing by Todd Rundgren. This sucks. And, you know, play sticks, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but I'm Madonna. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you Genesis, see Ma- Put on Genesis Abacab. <laughs> Did you see? I, th- I saw Madonna's going to be at the Wiltern. Yeah. For like 11 shows straight or I, something. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm, why, I don't know why she's doing that. Instead of doing one massive thing at the, like the Staples Center. Well, because... What do you do when you're after you're that big? What do you do after you've played stadiums? Vegas. I mean, she would, you know, she do would a resident, great Vegas. She would crush residency. Vegas. Yeah, she would. Maybe she's trying it out here before Maybe. going there. But I mean, if you two came to the wheel turn for 11 nights, that would be amazing. Are you going to go? Would you see Madonna? I'd go. I don't like, out of I saw her on the Like a Virgin tour with the Beastie Boys opening. In the 84? Yeah. I mean, that was. So you're done? I'm sure it's a different show. The set, list, the set list just doesn't appeal to me. Have you seen the set? Oh, I haven't seen it. I look at it. I look at her set list every time she tours, and I'm like, "All right, she plays. If she plays 20 songs, maybe I know eight. The other oh. 12 are like the newer, newer stuff. Which oh, right. God bless her for that, and God bless her for those fans that are letting her play that. But yeah, I kind of stopped after Ray of Light. Yeah, leaving, which off is a great line. album. It is a great album. She has a great album. We did a Madonna show. A couple yeah, I know. I heard it months ago. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good deep dive stuff. I don't know what her voice is like live, though. Yeah, you think how much how much of singing of her own singing you think she's doing? Well, eleven nights of lip syncing. How would that? How would that? <laughs> how hurt would that your... affect her pipes? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I would rather her just sing and not fake it. But you know, I was in I was working in Vegas at Planet Hollywood when uh, Britney Spears was in the main room and her face was on every elevator. You know, they were plugging her. She didn't sing one note. Not one note. She didn't sing one note, and people did not care. She still records albums. Does she? Yes, she Britney does. Spears. Yes. Yeah, so it went from Britney, and then I think J-Lo came in after her at that theater, and then it was uh, maybe Lionel Richie now. 
I think that's why Lionel Britney, sings. Yes, I think that's why Britney Spears has never been asked to be a judge on The Voice or yeah. or anything. You never because, see a Britney unplugged because she has no <laughs> she vocal, vocal credibility. She was a cheerleader who looked cool in a uh, cheerleader <laughs> in a Catholic schoolgirl's outfit. You might be having you might be confusing her with Tony Basil <laughs> as a cheerleader. No, that's come on. No, she was a Louis, she was a Louisiana cheerleader yeah. who got lucky yeah. and she got on the Mickey Mouse Club. Wow. And she was cute and danced well and perfect for videos, but doesn't mean she, like Christina Aguilera could sing. Yes. She could do an unplugged. Yes. You'll never see a Britney unplugged. No. Or a J-Lo unplugged. Christina Aguilera has been asked to do the voice and all those shows. Yes, because she can sing. Yeah. Even (laughs) J-Lo has been asked to do those and because she's, I mean, she's a triple threat, singer, actor, and dancer. Have you seen? J-Lo. Hustler. Hustlers. No, no doubt. Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani's face. No. What did she do? Oh. Why is she doing it? She messed up her face. Doesn't even look like her anymore. Are you kidding me? No. Google a photo. If, if, I'm afraid to Google anything uh, on this oh, computer. Oh, on this computer? They'll wind it up. I can't even get the... <laughs> How I can't old even, is that thing? It's, I don't know. I can't even get the Wi-Fi on here. I'm not <laughs> okay. even kidding. But I'll we'll look, look at Look it up. It's, it's heartbreaking. She did that for Blake Shelton? I don't know why she's... Yeah. And let him do something with his face. And why po- did he do it? I know. It's one thing if you... The way you do it is that we don't notice it. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's Jane like, Fonda. Yes. You look great. Actually, Jane Fonda, she's 80. Yeah. And, Diane Keaton. And you know Meryl she's... Meryl Streep. You yeah. know they're all doing the little work, but little you don't work. notice. You don't go full on, take my face off and flip it upside down. <laughs> you don't go uh, you yeah. know, Meg Ryan. It yeah, looks you so be, bad. You want to be Aniston or you want to be Courtney Cox? Oh, Courtney Wait, ladies, Cox. don't do it. Don't do it. Leave you your face alone. You don't have to do it. Leave your face alone. Who are you alone. doing it for? You know what I mean? Is your husband telling you to do it? <laughs> What does he look like? Yeah, you know what matter. I mean? I'm glad I'm a guy. Yeah. Glad I'm a guy. Speaking of that, how's your teeth? Good. I have the thing out now because I'm drinking a latte and talking, but... Will it stain like... Oh, they're straightening. Yeah, and the speed... Well, they were always straight. It's just this space, but it's clo- gradually closing. Oh, good. Well, they're much straighter than mine. Well, you're going to get this next okay. when I'm done. I'll send you're you the guinea pig. afters. You're the guinea pig. It's fine. All right. What are you playing off the first right. album? You act like I you like I act like I've been talking the whole time. I know. Go ahead. <laughs> from Jesus of Cool, my first track is Music for Money. Which is what they do it for. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> That's why we need Kyle here. I, I slid the wrong You thing. couldn't here we go. keep that at a worse angle. Why are you sitting over there? I taped it so I know which one it is. Why'd you turn so you don't have It's fine. Third song in 36 minutes. <laughs> One of them was sung by Marshall Crenshaw. We'll cut this. Here's an odd choice for you. I like that song. I know. I thought you'd pick one of the bigger hits. It's kind of heavy. I know. We each, we're going to each play two more. It didn't seem to fit. More. It didn't seem to fit in the rest of the album, though, right? I know, but it just, uh, I don't know why I like it, but I do. Well, I picked a bizarre one, too. All right. Well, then why are you yelling at me? <laughs> I, know, but I thought there's so many of his bigger stop, songs on this. But stop worrying about what I'm, you guys always come in and worry. Think about what I'm going to play. Just no, pick I'll your wanna, tunes. I know, but now I'm worried about selling Nick Lowe to the people. You we, know, with, well, we'll play a lot of his hits. We've got 14 albums to sell to the people. <laughs> I know. Uh, but this is an odd one. I just picked it because it has such a weird change in the middle of it. This is called Nutted by Reality. 
and you it starts in a funk thing. That's when he told him what they could do. So the work came down from the noise and town set up a jungle rendezvous. I said, Oola. I said, Oola. We said, Oola. He had been living in a different world. Then he was not a That must be an English term, nutted by reality. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, I don't know. I think that. when you're nutted, you're hitting the head. No, I have you're t- either kicked in the balls or you're hit in the head. But. T- yeah, well, that would, neither one would be good. <laughs> right. All right, I have two more off this album. I'll just play them back to back okay. since you want the people to hear the hits. Well, I mean, I, the, I don't the, want to shortchange okay. Nick. Here. All right, well, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do I Love the Sound of Breaking Glass and then go right into So It Goes. Oh, those are great. All right, here we go. I played So It Goes. I already played that. You did? Uh, yeah, we opened the show with it about a, you know, an hour <laughs> Yes, we ago. did. Yes, we did. That's why I <laughs> forgot. Okay, this is, uh, I love the sound of breaking glass. I believe was a UK hit. I love the sound of breaking glass. Bass. Mm-hmm. That's fun. I don't think it did much here, but in the UK, it was a pretty big, yeah, pretty big hit. I I don't know if there was a, a, a video for that, or because I, I, I was even familiar with that song, which I shouldn't have been. But I was, <laughs> I was for sure. Yeah, so right. it did pretty well. That was Jesus yeah. a cool or pure pop for now people, whatever in you America. Call it. Uh, so we moved 1979. This is his biggest album. Yeah, Labor of Lust. Labor of Lust. It's his biggest. Top to bottom, probably, I would say the best. It is the best. Yeah. It's got, it's got our play out song, which will be Cruel to Be Kind. One of my favorite songs of all time. I really, I yeah. never get sick of that it's song. It's great. It's great. And I, people also notice that you hear all throughout his career, even now in his slower kind of acoustic songs, he, he's a very good wordsmith. Yes. Like he turns of phrases and clever word plays. Well, labor of lust, even. <laughs> is it? But, but yeah, yeah, he, yeah, little he, lyrics and you can go dark with them and get yeah. weird, and, but it's, it's very clever with them. Yeah, he is, uh, he is, uh, he is good with that. Yeah. So what, uh, what's your first song off Labor of Lust? It's a phone. This is called Switchboard Susan. Oh, there it goes. Switchboard Susan, won't you give me a line? That's fun. That is fun. 
Uh, this is a great album cover to get autographed because there's so much white space on it. <laughs> right. And if he signs over his person, just give it back to him. Brian Adams style. Uh, just give it back to him. <laughs> and uh, also, I, sh- I should uh, tell you, in conjunction with this episode, I have five hardbound copies of the new Nick Lowe autobiography, which is authorized by Nick Lowe. Yeah. So, uh, which I'm going to read. Yes, I just gave you a... That's Thank actually you. my personal copy that I purchased. So Ooh, I actually have I won't six copies, but I'm only going to give... Well, if you do mess it up, I'll keep one of the newer copies I have and give someone this copy. Well, if you'd have given me beforehand, I would have had all these factoids. You were on I a boat. Yeah, we could have... You're on know, a boat. Give me a week. You're on a boat. <laughs> um, this song is called, from Labor of Less, this is called Cracking Up. And then I'm going to go right into the Tom Petty version of Cracking Up from that. Oh, yeah. cool. My problem with the Tom Petty version, whoever produced it... His vocal was so low in the mix, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't even sound recorded well. But oh. here we go. Here's Cracking Up by Nick Lowe. Cracking up, I'm getting ready to go. Had enough, I can't take anymore. No pills that I can take. This is too real, and there ain't no escape. It scared the daylight, it make a nightmare. I'm nervous Everybody all around me Shaking hands and saying howdy I don't think it's funny no more I think there's definitely some Dave Edmonds in that Yes In that background Okay, I'm going to go right into Tom Petty now Same song Is he in the same room? Isn't it bullshit? That seems like an odd. I think that may be your recording. If they wouldn't release it's, like that, it's pulled right off the CD. It sounds like I'm playing two songs. It's so terrible. Yeah, that's. It sounds like they tricked Tom Petty into doing it. <laughs> He's like, I'm singing this, but don't record it. Yeah, keep me way in the back. Yeah, it's a, it's a very odd choice. I didn't. I uh, I was bummed because I'm like, oh, that's a great song for Tom Petty to sing. Yeah, it at first the, on paper it sounded like it was going to work. Yeah, and that didn't work. <laughs> Again, it sounds like I'm playing two MP3s over top of each other. I know that just seems. Yeah. If we hear it that much, I, I mean, I, I think I, that's a. Here's the deal. I loaded the whole CD in. The song that you heard, the, the Marshall Crenshaw song I played, is from the same CD. I loaded it in at the same time. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know what that happened. So bizarre. Okay, my next song is uh, something. That, it's a theme you'll hear later on as his career goes on. Is that he was always kind of country influenced, mm-hmm. and he gets more and more into it toward the '80s. And he writes a lot of heartbreak songs. Yeah, and he ended up marrying Johnny Cash's stepdaughter, Carlene Carter. Yeah, Carlene Carter Cash. Oh, and her her Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers connection is then her she was married later to Howie Epstein, who was the bass player in was the Heartbreakers. Really? Yeah, oh, see, there you go. It yeah. all comes around. It all comes around. Everyone knows each other. Yeah. So this is uh, a song that I'm surprised. Uh, maybe somebody's covered it in a country. Thing, but there's a lot of his songs I'm, I think country artists would do well. Oh my with. god, they would kick ass. Uh, but this is called Without Love. Here we go, on Rock Solid.
Tune. Fun. I love that tune. I do too. Now I have two. Uh, which one should I play? Should I pay, play uh, American Squirm or Born Fighter? Uh, Born Fighter. Yeah, I think you're right. Here we go. Born <laughs> Fighter. Dave Edmonds again. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think Nick Lowe plays the bass. Yeah, he and, does. And, uh, I mean, on his later albums, maybe he plays some guitar, but he's a bass guy. He's a bass guy. Yeah. Excellent. That's fine. Uh, girls like that bring a lump to my pocket. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> See? Yeah. Guy can turn a phrase. <laughs> yep. The, uh, so... Hey, man, you getting your lump in your pocket? Yeah, we got a little lump in my yeah. pocket. <laughs> so he's getting like... Don't good, say little. <laughs> getting a huge <laughs> lump in my pocket. Uh, so he was completely busy at this time. There's a great documentary I saw on Rockpile. It's on YouTube. I think oh, really? it was a BBC special. It's interesting. See, BBC makes a lot of cool yeah, music Yeah, I mean, specials. it's from then. It's, it was shot like in 79, oh, I've 80. Gotta, I've got to watch While that they're making tonight. the album and they're like, some, there's a part where like Nick Lowe's obviously drunk and just like, <laughs> you're just smoking and, and, and then Dave Edmonds was telling him, it's like, you got to rest sometime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he was like burning himself out because he was yeah. producing other people. He's writing for everyone and he's, you know, he's doing his own stuff. Yeah. And they're making this rock pile album all at the same time. Probably doing a rock pile album and Dave Edmonds album and a Nick yes, Rose solo album doing all at the same time. And producing punk bands and, you know, yeah. all this stuff. And Elvis Costello. It's probably that thing though when you when you catch fire and people you got to ride it out, demand, You got to do it because it's, it's your dream coming true. Yeah. And you had all the energy in the world because you're young. Aren't you still waiting to catch fire? Yes. <laughs> But now I don't have the energy. Now we look oh. at that and it's like, oh, that's a schedule. You just oh, speaking of energy, I just started to drink these two things: one in the morning, and coffee. Uh, <laughs> have you heard of it? And one at night. Uh, it's called. Um, I gotta look it up. An energy drink. Gotta look. That's not an energy. I've never had an energy drink. It's not like a five-hour energy. Drink. No, no, no. It's not. It's not a kombucha. It's, no, it's not. not. Nope. It's not nothing like that. Like, no, gin? Mike. Is it gin? It's not. It's <laughs> called. Um, let me pull it up here. Let me get a picture of no, it. This is good radio. It's called here. It's called Organic Reds plus Probiotics. It's a powder. Okay. And then there's also, and it's got like 38 superfoods in it. Then there's also a green one. I do this one in the morning and I do the green one in the evening. And it says it's supposed to give you energy and it's got... Uh, is it made to flush you out basically? Uh, it's a, flush it's, out the inside? It's for there? gut health, but, it's, but it doesn't, um, it's not like Metamucil. Right. It's just got tons of vitamins Reds. and stuff in it. Where would someone purchase something like that? Uh, on Pat? Amazon. Amazon, okay. As my mom would say, they're putting all the small businesses out. I go, where am I going to fucking go and get this? <laughs> Downtown Holidaysburg carrying this? I bet like Whole Foods has it or you know something like that. I bet they do. But yeah. it's, uh, that comes right to your house. You don't got to go anywhere. Yeah, and then you got to, you know, all the, we die in a mountain of packaging and bubble wrap. So thanks. <sighs> I, I'm trying to clean the ocean Let me tell you something. I reuse, I reuse all that packaging. When I send... People know when you win a rock solid prize, I'm, I've repurposed all my envelopes well, and, and boxes and everything. I do. I don't throw a box right in there. I never do that. Good. If anything, I open it up, let the cat sleep in it for a week or two. 
Because when there's a new box, the cat's right in it. I take it out and uh, roll it up and jam it down a dolphin's blowhole. Is that weird? <laughs> That's not good. Oh, okay. I won't do that then. All right. 1982. Which is a big layoff. You know, it was about back then. I think the a, Rock Pile album years. came in yeah. there somewhere. And they Maybe toured they and tour. So uh, the album is Nick the Knife. Yes. And my first song off that is, I can't even read my own. Stick it where the sun don't shine. Stick it where the sun don't shine, yes. All right. I believe that's Carlene Carter singing. I think you're right, too. Yeah. Do you think he actually the sun shines on my ass? So maybe it's not. See if Gene Simmons wrote that, he would have just wrote "Stick it up your ass." (laughs) Um, I also had "Stick it where the sun don't shine." How about that? Yeah, I did. So I'll go with my other song, which is uh, "Let Me Kiss You." So far, I have to tell you that I recommend all three of these albums. Sure. Like, get these albums. Yeah, the first three or four are all Yeah, all really solid. Mm-hmm. And um, the, all, the, uh, all the MP3 tracks we're playing today, or the first six or eight albums, are all from those Yep Rock remastered, remastered expanded editions. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, they're really good. And because these were out of print on CD for so long, and um, I was so happy when Yep Rock bought the no, catalog and, and put them out there. So good I don't job. Oh, Yep Rock. Do they... It's an independent label. I forget who else. Nick Lowe is one of their main guys that they've done reissues for. But uh, yeah, there's yeah, check it out. Oh, uh, nice Y E P R O C. Yeah. Yep, rock. Yep, rock. Uh, okay, what's your solid. next song? Yep, rock solid. <laughs> uh, this is called "My Heart Hurts." Oh, no.
Are you around in October? Well, except those uh, what weeks. Are the, what are the dates again? I'll be gone October 12th through 20th. But you're here in November. I think it's November. I'm in November. I'm around, man. Right. Thanksgiving. What are we doing? Uh, are you here? <laughs> I thought you ate at Murray's on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I don't have, I haven't made solid plans yet. All right. I'm still waiting for that Murray call. But maybe. <laughs> I like being around here for Thanksgiving. It is fun. It's fun. It's all yeah. friends. That's my favorite holiday. There's no pressure about it. Mm-mm. There's no gift buying. There's nope. no religion. There's nope. no nothing. It's just nope. hanging out, eating, eating some watching some football, hanging out. All good stuff. Overeating. Fantastic. Overeating for sure. Yeah. It's like it's the most American of sure. holidays. And then it's got the greatest leftovers of all time. Oh, so I love turkey. Turkey sandwich later that night. Gorgeous. Do you put mayo on it? No. What do you put on your gravy. turkey sandwich? Gravy. Gravy on your turkey sandwich? Absolutely. It's I'll, a hot, I'll you, put gravy on a shoe. So you have it. a hot turkey sandwich. Yeah. I like an open face. All right. Don't have too much bread there. Can't pick it up though. You got it. That's with a fork and a knife. Yeah. Mashed yeah. potatoes. Absolutely. Uh, were you at the Schwab the house when they stuffing? Did, I love. Were you more at the Schwab house when they didn't have a peach Schwab, our friend, when they didn't have gravy? <laughs> were you there? No, but I heard about. It. Yeah. They didn't have gravy. What do you do at that point? You just like, do you burn the house with them in it, or do you just give them a head start? Or <laughs> you got dare have gravy. you? How dare you not have gravy? You, the whole plate is a puddle of yes. gravy. Put it on everything. Yes. You like the uh, sweet... Turn your plate into a Frisbee. Look at that. There you go. My mom makes these candied yams with butter and brown brown sugar. It's like eating a dessert potato. (laughs) (laughs) It is good. With a big dollop of uh, whipped... uh, What's it? Cool Whip? Cool Whip on it. Pumpkin pie. Pilar makes great... Pumpkin pie. Like pecan pie is probably my favorite. Pilar makes a great pecan pie. Oh. See, maybe I go to your house. Sorry, Murray. (laughs) Although Mary's oh, a great get, cook. Mary's a great cook, too. But don't they and have it's a, much closer they to my house. Tofurky over there? <laughs> no, There's no traffic on Thanksgiving. No, I know. It's great. Everyone's she, in. She makes, uh, she makes, no, she'll make meat for people. She's, for, for she's the meat a eaters. vegan, though, too, isn't she? Vegetarian. Vegetarian? Yeah. But that's no meat. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you can eat. I guess so. Yeah. It was good, though. Whatever she makes, she makes the best Brussels sprouts. I, I'm against it. Look what happened to Murray. His heart failed because <laughs> he didn't have any meat in there. <laughs> got to get that blood moving. You got to constrict it and make it move faster. Now, even though you just played a song, since I, we had the same song, I'm letting you start again with this next album, which I have trouble saying this first. The Abominable Showman. The Abominable Showman. Yes. Like the Abominable Snowman. Snowman. This is the Abominable Showman. Showman, showman and Snowman. Showman. And what do you got for us? I have uh, Raging Eyes. And this was a hit or a single at least. Yeah, it was a single. Maybe on MTV. I don't know how hit is Hit's all strong. in quotes with Nick. Yeah. Well, I know a little girl. This is a great song. Yeah. She looks so square, but for a pair of raging eyes. Oh, she's got raging eyes. Well, she ain't such a beauty. Hardy Juliet, but she can roll and roll me on the Jewish Judy with his raging eyes. So that's 1983. So he does, he has albums in 82, 83, 84, and 85. He's really uh, really hitting a, a recording stride. Yeah, and you got a contract to fulfill yep. as well. Yep. But, you know, again, he's hitting at right at the time when mm-hmm. MTV's starting and yep. stuff. He's not... 
He's not. He's a, not an MTV ready. No, he's not face, MTV really. ready. Or no. the kind of music at the time. He's no. still doing like an old kind of a rockabilly kind of thing, yeah. which was not cool in a land no. of Madonna and unless Prince. You're, unless you're the Stray Cats, yeah, you're not breaking through. And they re, and the Stray Cats really went for it. Yeah, you know. So it's the same problem like we talked about with Grant Parker and all those mm-hmm. guys. They just weren't built for MTV. Yeah. So I don't know. He never really. Aside from, I'm sure, college radio and, and kind of yeah. FM stuff. but He's an underground guy. Even yeah. though he's on Columbia Records at the time here in the U.S., that's big. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't know. It's hard to find even clips of him. I don't know if he did like SNL or anything like that. Mm, he no. didn't do much TV over here. And, nope. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, hurt, didn't hurt him in the long run. No, but he's fine. But, you know, magi- I think other musicians like him. He could be sitting over at Starbucks. No one would even know. Yeah, but that's a good kind of fame. That is. You got the money. Just Yep, just go. But and not the, and no hassle. No hassle. Except people like us following him down the street. Yeah. Right after <laughs> the show, right though. That's going to happen. Yeah, of course. So this is one of those songs we were talking about, with the wordsmith. This is Time Wounds All Heals. Yeah. That's a good and one. this is definitely with uh, Carlene Carter. Mm-hmm. So here we go. I like that. So my next one kind of goes in with that R&B thing he's kind of doing. That's an old kind of Motown feel yeah, to it. Sure. So he goes all into it. But this one, I'm not saying it's a stinker, but this was a single and it doesn't sound, it sounds like he's trying too hard to get on MTV or something. So he, Paul Carrick, yeah. formerly of Squeeze, formerly of Ace, you know, who sang Tempted with Squeeze. Yeah. And Eventually all, will be in Mike and the Mechanics. Yeah. And he was, his, he was in his band. Yeah. In Nick Lowe's band for quite often. So... They're both singing on this, and um, yeah, uh, I don't know if it, it, the '80s production. Wait, when you hear it, okay, it's so it's so '80s. So Wait. this is called "Wish You Were Here." With All Paul, right, uh, song with Paul Carrick. That's Carrick. Song? I don't hate it either, but you, that when that yeah. synth comes in, it's like, oh, it just screams 80s. Yeah, a synth can ruin a song for sure. <laughs> yeah. It can. What was, I mean, it must No, been... I didn't hate the song either, but it's just like, a oh, boy. All right, and my, uh, my next song from this album is Man of a Fool. Okay. The decision is a split one between the woman and the man. The battle of the sexes has raged on time began man says that woman just wants to use him like a tool but I know that for every woman who ever made a fool 
Yep, that's the wordsmith. Yep, one makes a man of a fool. For every fool that makes a... I can't imagine being on Columbia Records. You're on Columbia Records. You're like, oh my God, Bob Dylan and Springsteen and, you know, everyone. Everyone's on Columbia. His, his father-in-law, Johnny Cash, is on Columbia Records. <laughs> and then you put your heart and soul into making an album and you're holding it in your hand and you see the Columbia Records label and they put it out there and just nothing. <laughs> I know. Just nothing. I mean... Is there even a tally of what these albums yeah, sold? Yeah, but I mean, I think something hitting big is the exception. Usually. It is. You know, think yeah, of all those right. bands that they signed and never even, they were one album and done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, at least this guy was able to have longevity in, yeah. in some way. But and he's got a catalog of stuff that if people redo it or whatever, I mean, he, yeah. you are signing an artist for this, his body of work. Yeah. And they knew they could get something out of him. The, uh, and, you know, maybe we'll take a shot. He'll at least be prolific and write and work the um the first apartment pilar and i had together our next door neighbor um he he went by the name kevy kev oh he's a I white guy i don't like him already and, and he had uh, his band was 2000 clowns <laughs> and uh, he gets signed to dreamworks records which had just started wow and and, and he records the album and he, he brings copies over for us it's, he's got the album it's the official thing and he's so psyched and he's like one of his best friends is Brett Ratner, and they. Oh. This wasn't a guy that I hung out with, but he. Yeah. But he, um, he was just our neighbor, and you know, and his wife and kid next door, and uh, so we would see him and say hi, and he would say, "Hey, my album's coming out. That's so exciting!" And then right before it was going to be released, they just decided not to release it. They just dropped them. I mean, they were printed up like it was the official. <laughs> it didn't say like promo on it. Like he had them. Yes. DreamWorks, the whole deal. And then what no, did they ever give him a reason or they, just, I don't know what the, look, I don't know what the reason was. If, it, if there was a reason, he didn't tell me what it was, but well, probably his A&R guy was fired and you know, yeah. they, a new guy came but in now, and like, no, but I mean, not, I mean, nothing. I don't know what happened to him. God, that poor best. I mean, how what a business, I mean, how exciting with, I mean, he was oh. so psyched. Him, and I was just like, this is incredible. You know, I'm so, that's amazing. What kind of music was it? Oh, I don't even know. Shitty. <laughs> Kevy Kev. Kevy Kev. I don't know. I just. <laughs> wasn't it wasn't anything i enjoyed but i was like someone it must be someone must want it cuz you got signed well now that you look at that and you look at the internet now and you're going okay now these bands don't have to go through that now you, know. you just put it out there but then again how do you make money off yeah. it and so that's the thing there is no money in albums yeah. anymore so you got to go tour yeah. but at least you can get it out there yeah he could get his he could put it out there now it's probably online right now he's 55 now i know but it's probably still out there <laughs> maybe it's on soundcloud maybe, maybe he's getting something on spotify maybe he is maybe i should look up two thousand. tenth pounds. of a penny what do they get like tenth of a penny or something? it's unbelievable <sighs> that's Boy. why you just share it with people i know <laughs> tenth of, yeah it's really rough um, so what how many did i play where are we where are i just played man of a fool right yeah, yeah. You did. Now we're in. Uh, we're up we're to into n- Nick Lowe and his cowboy outfit. So if the Abominable Showman was kind of like his R and B Motown kind of thing, he tried, and when that didn't fly, he's like, "The hell with it! I'm gonna go all in on the rockabilly, on, on the rockabilly country yeah, country thing." And so he created a new band, his cowboy outfit, and this is from Nick Lowe and his cowboy outfit. This Which again, is, that that has two meanings. Nick Lowe and his, his cowboy outfit is yeah. his band, but it's also it could be what you're his wearing, outfit, yeah. your cowboy outfit. So <laughs> he's clever. Yeah, this is called uh, God's Gift to Women.
fun. Yeah. Fun stuff. All in all about getting it on, but there's nothing getting done tonight. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> Uh, this, I believe this song was on MTV. My song is half a boy and half a man. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. ain't a fool but he's a tool (laughs) (laughs) half a boy and half a man he's Uh, a freak yep my uh my other song was the one that you just played so this would be your this song now will be uh taking us out of the cowboy outfit this is uh called lafs which stands for love at first sight and i believe this might have been produced by elvis costello let's see if i'm not mistaken i used to live like a villain in a wonderland I've overheard it said that I've been on the hand But then came you And out of the blue I'm a man with a mission Never been gratitude I've ever been had before L.A.F.S. Means love at first sight I heard and read and talked about it Up until last night So back to a little more R&B thing, but yeah, it's fun. It's fun stuff. Yeah. Now we move on to 1985, The Rose of England. Yeah. And this is when, I don't know, I, I don't go back to these albums as much. I'm mm-hmm. starting not to go listen if I'm going to go listen. I always end up falling back into the first few albums. Yeah. <laughs> but It's like, uh, I, mean, I mean, some people would say that the first few Elvis Costello albums are the, are the ones yeah. you love the most too. But you know we were at the right age and it yeah. hit us at the right time, and we and and we're we're not allowing the artist to grow. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, I want my youth. Keep doing I want that stuff that I grew that we up like. With. Yeah, please try to do it again. <laughs> uh, so I just I have the uh, title song. All right, it's the Rose of England. The Rose of England. And now I have that song as done by Graham Parker. Oh, great. So let's hear that. Where is it? Right here. Taking nothing but his daddy's old bones united. He traded but a little for the wayward life. Faint heart never won fair hand. So says the rules of England. Came the clarion call The gay young men Come one, come all 
least we could hear him. Yeah, unlike Tom Petty. It's from the same <laughs> compilation album, the it's same so tribute. So weird that Tom Petty won. All right. I'm going to jump into my first choice from The Rose of England, then. This is Seven Nights to Rock. Oh, this is fun. This sounds like a you know, Bill straight, Haley or Stray Cats, yeah. even. Yeah, Bill Haley, sure. Giving a lot of uh, writing credits or anything on this episode today. This this song was not written by Nick Lowe. Yeah, he's done. Uh, <coughs> there's usually almost all always a few covers. Yeah, on his albums until later on. Right, and then so, he's all he's yeah. all in on the songwriting. Uh, I think Switchboard Susan, what I played before, might have been a cover as well. So, what's your next song? You got uh, uh, you got two more here. Well, yeah, this is uh, this is called "She Don't Love Nobody." by John Hyatt. Yep. And John Hyatt is a name that comes up a little often later because they uh, they started they were in that band Little Village together. It was kind of like a mock supergroup. It was John Hyatt, uh, Nick Lowe, and I think Ry Cooter. Hmm, I don't other, and Jim I don't, Keltner. I believe. I don't remember that band at all. I know you don't. I, also, I no. got the CD somewhere, and I also know that uh, Mark Knopfler had a um, had a uh, was in a supergroup at one point. I forget what they were called too, but nothing really happened with either. Yeah, one of those the Little bands. Village stuff. I remember because. Uh, uh, WXRT used to play a lot off it. And there were big John Hyatt yeah. fans there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's not a bad album, though. If you check it out. Maybe, it, maybe it's at my house. Maybe I should. It's in the it. box, probably. It probably is. The, um, <laughs> what's the CDs. band called again? Little Village. I'll look for it. I probably just read Little Village, didn't pull it out, didn't care, didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> give it a uh, shot. Mark Knopfler's on tour right now. I looked at that set list. I just. Oh, brutal, huh? Well, it's send, not, I send mean, Kyle there. I'm sure he'd like not it. brutal if you. Not, I guess not brutal if you like Mark. If you if you're familiar, well, sure. I'm not familiar with his solo work. I might love it. Is it Steely Dan awkward? Uh, it's just it's just like four. Like there's 16 songs, maybe five or Dire Straits. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, hmm. I know hmm. because I think he has more solo albums than he does albums with Dire Straits. Oh, I'm sure. But I just don't. He know has that. been doing stuff the last twenty years, and I'm afraid to buy those now because what if I like it? Now I'm buying twenty now you, albums. Now you're down that hole. I'm down the Mark Knopfler hole. Then I'm mad I just didn't go see him. <laughs> right. Why didn't I listen to him last year? So much music out there. It's People so send, much. Listeners send me music all the time, and I just sometimes I just don't have a time to, to check it out. One guy sent me the entire Uriah Heap catalog. Okay. Another guy Is sent that... me the entire Nazareth catalog, and I and I I, I would go. You mean through. sold it to you? But yes, I purchased it from him. He was getting rid of it. <laughs> of and course. of course, I purchased it from him. Of course, full, very, full royalties. Very, very cheap, though. Very cheap. Yes, though. absolutely. Uriah Heap. Here's the thing. If I'm going to skip that episode of listening. I'm sorry. If I, if I buy a used CD, the artist is not getting any money from that. So the record I, store is getting that. Or yeah, but, but the artist isn't. 
So, right, right. So that's, to me, that's no different from what if I said, Mike, I'll give you $3 if you send me those. I, I know. Mean, you know. We joke I mean? about it, but that ship has sailed. I know. It's, it's, At it's least dumb. you and I have purchased music. Murray always steals his music. Yes. Have your kids ever bought music? They're all Spotify. So I guess we pay for the Spotify account. Yeah. So, but yeah. No, they haven't. Nope. They don't know from buying. They don't know what these kids today. Uh, this song from the Rose of England could basically be called uh, Nick Lowe in the News. Yes. It's, I brought that one because yeah, this great. was a hit everybody knows. Yes. Yui Lewis in the News. Yui uh, produces this song, and it's Yui in the News are the band for this yes. song. And so, you can hear the Huey's harmonica through yes, the whole thing, yep. and it might as well be a Huey Lewis song. Here it is. I mean, that sounds so yep. much... But written by Nick Lowe. Yep. But she was married herself nearly 27 years before. They had to change the style a little, but it looked just fine. Stayed up all night, but they got it finished just in time. Now the armor of her daddy, she's walking down the aisle. I see a catch my Is Huey singing? Let me see. In the background? Probably. Backing vocals. Yeah. And harmonica. Now you can kind of hear him. You really got to listen for it, though. So, looking back, I'm sure Nick goes, Hey, Huey. Why don't you put the, you do it and put it on sports? Can you imagine? It's like, <laughs> oh he would have made so much money. I know. So much more money. And this was a video. Yes. On MTV. Yeah. And I think he used actual footage of his, from his wedding in 79 with Carlene Carter. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, the, his videos are very low rent. Yeah, they're really, he they're didn't, very, he did not try hard. I mean, you could record a better video on your phone. <laughs> now, I'm not kidding. Like quality That's true of wise. a lot of videos. Yeah. You know, go see yeah. Aldo Nova. Oh, go, go <laughs> see, uh, again, Blue Oyster Cult's Joan Crawford video. They're like at a, they're like, they're like at an apartment complex, like where Schmidt lives. Uh, just to give you, that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that's what it's like. And they're like out by the pool and they're playing their instruments, but all the instruments have the chords like running. Like you can, I'm like, you wouldn't have needed that. No one, no one really believes you're playing. They would just show me the chords. You're not really plugged in. So dumb. So, so that was a big, that was a hit. Yeah. Um, you know, for Nick, I mean, yeah. a Nick sized hit, which yeah, is a not hit. a Huey sized hit, but he's got one now that he can put in the set list all for all Absolutely. time. Absolutely. You got one. He probably more. hates it. He probably does. does. He, I don't think he played it when we saw him. I don't think he did either. No. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He doesn't need to be done. He doesn't need to give the audience what he they might want. have done a slow acoustic version of it. Yeah. Maybe when we saw him. He's, he, he's very slow acoustic now. Yeah. He doesn't rock <laughs> it up. He's easy listening, buddy. Yeah, he doesn't rock it up. He, he rocks like a 70-year-old man. Exactly. Although, the, we'll show that later with uh, low straight jackets. Oh, yeah. The, the, he did, uh, he they did, did bring him out of uh, his slumber he, a little bit. He did bit. two EPs in 2018 and 19, and they're really good. Yeah, they, they're fun. You'll see after a lull where it's very... Mellow. Where, where, where we only picked one song off of each of those albums, because <laughs> yeah. it's very mellow. It doesn't... Even song to song, it doesn't really change it up too no. much. It's really, 
incidental meal. Like if you're trying to... Yeah, it's Sunday morning making breakfast when yeah, it's raining. Or, or maybe trying to get to sleep. And, <laughs> um, you have one more song, though. Uh, no, Rose I, of England. Uh, no, I played... We just played... We it did was, Rose of England. We did She Don't Love Nobody. And then I knew... Did we do She Don't Love Nobody? Yep. Okay, maybe I have one more. Let me see. You said nice run. Nope. Nope, we're no moving on. Now, this next album. Pinker and prouder than previous. I don't even remember this album when it came out. Like, I don't 89, re- I believe. Uh, 88. 88. But I don't even remember seeing it. No. Like, on the shelves or anything. No, it Pinker didn't, it didn't really make a. a, a, a Pinker and prouder than previous. Yeah, you, really? You and this so? was, uh, I believe, the last one on Columbia. Uh, let me see. I think, I think party, this, this party, might have of ended. One, party of one might've been on Columbia also. Nope. It wasn't. You were right. Yeah. This, this ended is, uh, it ended the eighties. It ended his relationship with the, with Columbia. <laughs> might have it ended. ended his, uh, forties <laughs> or his thirties. It ended his thirties. Maybe him and Carlene Carter maybe got it divorced. Did. It did. Yeah. yeah no, whole... we'll get into that. That that's referencing a lot of in the party of one that came out a couple of years later. All right. Cause he's, he's a solo guy. So yeah. what's your first song? Uh, well, let's see. Where do we get a... Do, 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 do. Is it Big Hair? Big Hair. And he still has big hair. Yeah, he's it's got a nice seven, head of hair. He's really got a nice Silver head. Fox, kind of. Yeah, but it's full. Big yeah. Hair. He was silver for a long time. I want to take you to a pretty place that I know where we'll be unmolested. And we can jump in shout until the morning glow. Make a left at the... Paul Carrick still in the van. Like Graham Parker and the same thing. It's just they're just making a music at that time that's just not getting on the radio. It's not or just. It's not popular. It's, it's not, not popular. It's not in fashion. No. Here's some uh, some guests. It's good, on, but it's not yeah. in fashion. Guests on this album include John Hyatt on guitar, Kim Wilson on harmonica from the Fabulous, Fabulous Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. Drummers on this album. The two drummers are Pete Thomas from the uh, oh, attractions, the attractions, and Terry Williams from Rockpile. There you go. Those are the drummers. Uh, I also had big hair. And then my other one is Love Gets Strange. Well, I said what I wanted to say, but the words just This is a John Hyatt song. Oh, is it? Yeah. Maybe we could never work it out. Seem like all we ever do is scream and shout and your drift just getting harder to catch. This love is like a wrestling I like the production vibe on these songs, though. Yeah. Well, I brought in another one that was, wasn't written by him as another... Uh, to cover a of a Grant Parker song, yes. So Black Lincoln Continental. Black Lincoln Continental. Let's hear it. Well, you shake like a cocktail. I follow the road. The doors are locked and the windows are closed. There's only one way to the American 
Here's what cracks me up. This was his last album in Columbia. And after all of his non-success, Reprise Records <laughs> signs, signs him for, for an album, which is, which is, I mean, it's... Just one? Was it just one album? Uh, yeah, I don't know if he, I don't know if his uh, next one, let me see. There's Party of One and... And then Impossible Bird comes next, and that's when he starts to do a little bit different style of music. Right. So yeah, this is the last, uh, this album... A lot of, the, yeah, everything is changing. So he's turning yeah. 40, he's yeah. getting divorced... He lost his record label, mm-hmm. and you know he's going through the midlife thing. He's like, "What? What's the next? Where am I going in this?" I know. And he even slowed down uh, producing others. I think he got burned out of producing others. Yeah. And now he's just looking at the next phase of his life, going, "My God, where the hell?" This album is produced by Dave Edmonds. Oh, this one is. Yes, Pinker and Prouder. Yep. No, 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 no. This this one we're doing. Right Party now. of Party one. Party of one. Yeah. So I mean, it's just like a new change, and and it's so Party of one is referring to not only the fact that he's on his own now, but yeah. every song on here is written by him. Yeah. So that's that's and, the other thing, and he, and he formed a whole new band, or or just had guys in the studio. It's uh, some of the recording was done uh, very close by in Sherman Oaks. Yes, because he always one. usually recorded in London. So I and, think he's just this is all total change of scenery. We got, and we've all been there. We're like, yeah. we, let, you know, let me try it. Let's go to L.A. Jim Keltner on drums. Paul Carrick's still there. Ry Cooter's there. Right. Dave Edmonds. And what songs do you have? What, what do you got, Mike, for us from Party of One? I got All Men Are Liars. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick, you're hurting us. Yeah, come on. Taking a shot at Rick Astley. Yeah, take him down. He had a big fat pit. It was ghastly. <laughs> he said, I'm never gonna give you up or let you down. Well, I may to tell you that dick's a clown. <laughs> Though he was just a boy when he made that vow, I'd bet it <laughs> hey girls, girls, bring rusty pliers to pull this tooth. All men are liars, and that's the truth. <laughs> and that's the so, truth. Yeah. See, maybe a little it. bitter on the 80s. A little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine's kind of a more of a uh, nonsense uh, uh, song. Shating, shatang. Yeah. Here we go. Well, I made some money and I'm feeling good. Found a honey and I think she would Sting, 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 sting Well, I'm moving up from a great big down Sting, 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 sting And the way I feel, feel like this sound Sting, 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 sting I'm talking about Sting, 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 Yeah Put that song title in there with Louie Louie and Wooly Bully Sting, sting Shating, shating All right we got two more from yeah. Party of One. This is uh, you got the look I like. Well, thank you. Hey. Yeah, 
Now that's a there's a strong Dave Edmonds hand in yes. that one. You could you could you could see Dave Edmonds doing that one easy. Maybe he did. He might have. For all we know, he there was a lot of that. They going crossed on. over. They and a cross lot of over. Stuff. Um, yeah, I remember listening to this because I had never heard Party of One until I got these uh, CDs from Yep Rock, and I really enjoyed this album a lot. Yeah. And again, uh, Yep Rock Records sent me all these CDs for free to review. They did? Yeah, to review when they came out. And I mean, look, we're, they're getting a lot of promotion on these CDs yes. all these years later. We're playing this music. Hopefully yes. people are going to go buy this stuff. Uh, my next... So, uh, oh, I will say, since we... When I got into them, when I got my... I got the... Greatest hit CD. So after he left Columbia, what's that called? Basher. Basher. That's so that was his nickname because I guess in the, when he was producing people in the studio, he would tell the bands, "Just go in there and bash it out, and we'll we'll tart it up later." <laughs> so he got the nickname <laughs> Basher. So it's called Basher, the best of Nick Lowe, and it came out uh, right probably at the end of his label, so eighty nine yep. ninety. So it's a great entry point for everybody. Yeah. If you want to y- jump in, and then later on, twenty years later. Uh, they they have there's a new best of I think it's called Quiet Please which incorporates it's a two CD thing yeah but the first CD is basically the Basher one yeah <laughs> so if you want to get into all the earlier stuff that's yeah. a great CD to just download that and it's yeah so we recommend some of Basher and the first four albums and then yeah if you want to dive and then check here. it out and see see how you feel but we got more stuff coming oh up. yeah so it's just kind of the second half of his career is the later one yeah the next album we kick off the the second half of his career. This is uh, this song though is still from Party One. This is Rocky Road. Oh right. Okay. When I set out, this was just a track. Now it's a rocky road. I left so fast I didn't even pack. I just hit this rocky road. The flint and shale is cold and cruel on this rocky road. But it's sparking spikes I can overrule Walking this rocky road Yeah, walk this rocky road It began one morning when That's nice. That is nice. So yeah. what happens, in, in, when did this come out, 1990? That was 1990. And so the next album it, comes it's out. A, it's a huge hit. No. Yeah. <laughs> The next album comes out in 94, right? Right. So what happens in between is the Bodyguard soundtrack. Yes. And as we've told that story, that's when he finally got real money. Yeah. And so now he doesn't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> so now, now he's going to go, you know, can, I'm just going to make whatever so- songs I want to write. He's doing and, what John Mellencamp does yes, right now. And accepted that it's probably not going to get on the radio. But right. I don't care. I don't care. I got my audience out there and they're not huge, but I got an audience and if they want to buy it, if they don't, he's you know. He's always been able to find a label that will agree to uh, release yeah. it. Like he, he hasn't gone, he never went like so independent to where he's just, I'm just releasing it on my website. He didn't, hasn't done that yeah. yet. You know what I mean? Which every band could Which do. at some point, yeah, I Graham yeah. Parker did kind of in yeah. a way. Like if Bruce Springsteen cut ties with Columbia and just said, the rest of my records are just going to be released through my website, he would probably make so much more money. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. Would he? I don't know. I mean. There's a lot of other stuff they handle in promotion and stuff, certainly worldwide. Do you need to promote Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. I don't know. You know I mean, it's, he's never going to leave Columbia, but you know what I mean. Right. I always, what, okay, what about you two? If they just said, nah, the next albums were just giving them away for free. People would be outraged. They did do that. I know, I'm joking. Oh, okay. People would be outraged. I'm sorry, right. I, I can't believe I didn't play along with that. The, How dare uh, they give me free music in my iTunes? I talked fast, so. <laughs> okay, so this album is The Impossible Bird. This is the one album I did not own, so I had to go to iTunes and listen, and I pulled one track, and I guess you did the same thing. Yeah. 
because I couldn't I couldn't uh, gift this to you for your birthday. No, I guess it'd be the closest thing to a single. Maybe this is kind of the first track. This is called uh, "Soulful Wind," and one of the most upbeat songs on the whole thing. Yeah, high tempo anyway. Is that a Rykooter guitar? Let me see. Nope, a guy named Gary Granger. Whenever I hear a slide like that, I kind of... There was a guy on my my floor in college that would always listen to Rykooter and uh, Al DiMiola albums. I'm like, what the... Jeez. Fuck is this? He's digging deep. Digging deep into You talk the, about people going into your room and I saying, know. I was like, what is that crap? Yeah. You're like, hey, right cooter. Yeah. Demiola. How many friends did this guy have in not college? Many. <laughs> he became a priest. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. No, he's a great guy. He's not a priest anymore. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. But I still call him Father Jim. <laughs> um, the song I like, I do like on Impossible Bird is 12 Step Program to Quit You Babe. And uh, the li- I love the lyrics in this. They're very, very yeah. I almost picked this one. Very funny. I'm on a twelve-step program to quit you, babe. I'm on a twelve-step program to quit you, baby. I'm tired of whining and pacing the floor. Here's some steps. Yeah. Step one, I'm gonna tear your picture down. <laughs> Good idea. Yep. Step two, I'm gonna move the room around. I love that one. <laughs> Step three, I'm gonna walk out the door, go looking for number four. <laughs> Move the room around. Move the room around. That's uh, that's a good one. A real good friend of mine just got a divorce, and I've been at his house and helping him do some things. And that was one of the things that he wanted to do. And he's like, I just want this place to look completely different. Yes, I painted. So, yeah. I remember once. Yeah, <laughs> like I am just change painting. it up. Am, look at me. Who's in control now? Yeah. Look yeah. at me changing the uh-huh. my world. I didn't have to ask you what color. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have to agree on the color swatch. Exactly. Um. All right, so now it's, uh, it's and oddly, you know, we picked both the you know ro- quote unquote rocking songs. Yeah, they, everything else in that is it's pretty mellow. Not, yeah, pretty and this mellow. is how it's going to go now. And it's yeah. and so that was ninety four. So it was four years between albums. Now the next album is ninety eight, and I found this album like a week and a half ago, used, brand new, still in the packaging mm-hmm. for three ninety nine, and uh i hate this i hate this album <laughs> dig my mood dig my mood i yeah. did not dig your mood <laughs> i don't like this at was all de- his mood was depressed oh my god i don't like anything i don't like the songs in this at all yeah, like the album I cover i don't go back to it no this is um even, i just picked one yeah that, even the title of this one you picked lonesome reverie <laughs> here we go raindrops have fallen on the city Everywhere 
And this is how he sings now for the rest of the career, basically. Yeah. Like we once used to be. Each turn I take reminds me how we're now apart. And I'm lost in a lonesome reverie. It's like a very frail voice now. Yeah. Maybe you don't maybe you don't smoke for 50 years. How about that? He still smokes, I think. <laughs> still? Oh um, I know the next album that comes out in 2001, he has a cigarette on the cover. On the cover, yeah. It's a, I, hate, I hate when people are smoking on their album covers. Eddie Money, every album cover, he has a cigarette in his hand. Yeah, dead. Uh, yeah, David, David Bowie. Every other photo of Bowie had smoking. a Smoking, <laughs> dead. But on your album cover, that's really something to me, because it's like, okay, you're at the photo session, but he couldn't even stop smoking. Yeah, you're not Sinatra in the 50s. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not rough. cool. Yeah, it's rough. All right, the song I picked off of Dig My Mood is The Cold Gray Light of Dawn. That old alarm clock gives a yell Starting another day in hell Facing a world I can't face with you gone I really had a tough time, and I picked this. Yeah. It reminded me of the 50s. It's a rockabilly. When I was in high school. <laughs> Could be. Is this a cover? It's not a cover. I believe it might be. Yeah, uh, the writer is Ivory Joe Hunter, probably some old blues guy. Yeah. He closes out the album. Or country, uh, country guy. And the jukebox. Help to ease me through. The players on this album are all guys that I've never heard of, so they're probably great studio musicians or maybe his friends. Yeah, but um, he's uh, you know he's not working with um, people that that I know anymore. And he might be off another label at this point, or maybe that's another. <laughs> yeah, it might be different. Like, yeah, this was on uh, Demon Records in okay. the uh, in the UK and Upstart Records mm-hmm. in the USA, and then uh, then we go three more years to the Convincer. And he is on, this is when he starts with Yep Rock. Everything else is through okay. Yep Rock now. They're actually releasing his, I think they signed him for new stuff in hopes, probably getting, probably the deal getting, was we get the back catalog too. Maybe, yeah. I'm sure. Why? Yeah, absolutely. Why? Yeah, you're not going banking no. on his future or getting, like at this point he's, you know, 50. Yeah, I, and uh, oh, look, he, look he at the- He looks re- way older than 50 though. Yeah, he was I born mean, in 49. Look at that. Yeah, he's 51 in that. He looks so much... Or 52. I mean, he's 52 there. I mean, he looks really... He looks like an old lady in that picture, right? <laughs> Silver, good head of hair, though. I mean, I'm four, look, I'm four years older now than he is there. I mean, I Smoking, hope, man. I hope that I look better than and that. And by the Christ. way, by the way, look at the release date of the album. Oh, yeah. I, I know. I was... Uh, yes. 9-11-2001. 2001. We should do an episode. Everything that came were. out that day? Yeah, because a lot of stuff did. Because it was a Tuesday, it right? It was a Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, I think it's come up more than once on this, that yeah. somebody's album came out on 9-11. Trust me, that didn't hurt that- this album sales. <laughs> <laughs> no one could convince me to buy this. <laughs> this Although this a- one song, I went, and even before we did this show, I got this song years ago, this- I actually bought it, and this is, a, this is a song I like on it. it just, but the whole thing sounds like this, and all his later stuff... Sounds this, like this is how it sounds, but this is uh, I like this song because I heard it somewhere and I went. I and like bought this song it. too. Yeah, this is lately I've let things slide. I go to the bin, I throw the laundry in, and pick out the cleanest shirt. Then 
I tell myself again I don't really hurt Smoking I once quit Now I got one lit I just <laughs> fell back into it Along with my pride Lately I've let things slide Yeah, yeah, the great line in there, that untouched takeaway I got the other day has got quite a lot to say. That's a good tune. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like, I hate this album cover so much. Yeah. Um, let me see. It looks like a book author's jacket. I just don't like it. I don't like, again, <laughs> I don't like smoking. Oh, uh, yeah. This is, there's, a, <laughs> there's a self-titled um, Eric Carmen CD from the 80s. It's just called, yeah, well, it's just called Eric Carmen. But it's a profile of him on stage playing guitar, and he's got a cigarette straight out of his mouth. <laughs> and I hate it so much. I sent that JPEG to Daryl Asher and I said, can you Photoshop this cigarette out of this album cover so I don't have to have it in my iTunes? I'm not kidding. I'm not even kidding. What about every, uh, every photo of Keith Richards on stage? It's he's, either burning in the, uh, you know, in the strings by the headstock or he's whatever. He's never dying. No, no. He's right. pickled. He's pickled at this point. He's like he embalmed. Is, right? He's embalmed. <laughs> he might be dead. By the way, I'm recording the Rolling Stones 90s and Beyond episode later tonight. I gave you a reprieve. Oh, from thank that you. One. I gave you a reprieve. We have uh, David Wright, uh, my friend who was on oh, two seasons of Survivor. He loves the Stones and he was all in, excited about it. He's, he loves the 90s Stones. I really love 90s and Beyond. And Beyond. I really love it. Okay. I mean, I do. I really think. I mean, it's not sure. It's not the sixties, not the seventies, right? But no, I in my defense, I, I haven't really listened to yeah. too much of it, and you know, I'm a I think I've done enough. Full on in. <laughs> All right, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be anxious to listen to it. Maybe you guys can sell me, and I'll go back and dive in. All right, this is um, this this the, cover I love. Well, wait, I did. Well, wait, cover. I haven't played my one from the oh, convention you haven't? yet. Okay, go ahead. This is uh, has she got a friend? I'm so glad to hear about The true happiness you found And how your wretched life Has been turned around I contrive a tear of joy For your empty nights now at an end But what I really want to know Is has she got a friend? (laughs) I'm in wonderment and awe All right, let's move on. Six years between albums now. Yeah, now he's just, uh, you know, artist in residence. Yeah, I'm going to spend my my bodyguard money. Right, and he got remarried. I believe he had a kid in 2005. Wow, that's late. He had a kid at 50, what? 2005, and he was 56 years old. He had yeah, a kid. That's okay. I think Rod Stewart had a kid when he was in oh, yeah, Rod 70. Stewart, By the way, Mick I Jagger to, had a kid at 73. But Mick Jagger probably have a kid next year. <laughs> Who knows? It's, it's not a... I, mean, I don't think he even knows he had one. <laughs> he thought that kid was one of his girlfriends. Yeah, he, just, he just woke up. <laughs> that's my daughter? Did I hear a baby in the castle? <laughs> <laughs> Give us a kiss. Give us a kiss. The, uh, I want to go back to that song... Uh, Lately, I, I, I've let things slide. I feel like that's you. I think you're a guy that lets things slide. What do you mean? I don't think you have anything. I don't think you hold on to stuff. 
Oh no, I'm uh, I've embraced minimalism and that. Yeah, uh, and negativity though, and and I don't. Oh, think I can hang on to that, but now I've like uh, as you get you older, seem, you just get mellower as you get you older. You seem super mellow now. Well, I not think, that you never, but you, I think felt you were like high strung. Like when we lived together really? in Chicago, I felt like you were a little more angsty. Anxiety. I'm sure I was because we were all just kind of, I don't know. You're just younger and more aggressive mm-hmm. and hungrier. And yeah. You were. You yeah, certainly yeah, yeah, were. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think it was having kids that you were, it was a marked difference in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That mellows you didn't out. Let, you didn't let a lot of things slide. No. Nope. You, you, you still don't let a lot of things slide, but you've there's let. some things that I don't let slide still. Wait till you hear the stories that Schmidt and I tell on the, uh, the Quentin Tarantino oh, episode. It's, it's a three-hour bonanza that comes out in two weeks from this record. About you getting into fights or there's aggression? Some, there's some stories that I'm like, do I want these couple of stories out there? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, that was this long. It was way long ago, and that's not the person I am now, and you're supposed to learn from you know, things that you, stupid things you do. Yeah. I go, and I'm totally not that person now, and I'm like, I'm just going to let it in. Yeah, but that's age, though. I mean, you, yeah. you look at it and go, it's like, God, why? I think that was such a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it isn't. Yeah. It really wasn't. And you're just going, I got to let that go. Yeah. I still you got to pick your battles now. I you still know? yell at the wind in, in, uh, on Twitter, but, you know. Yeah, I, I it's, be- I, it. it's better to type out my, uh, my, uh, my 280 characters and push send it like that than to uh, bring it into, you know Yeah, what I mean? but even that, do you ever try sleeping on it? And just go, before, before I send this out, maybe, maybe I'll sleep on it. I recommend that highly. I've deleted stuff. Yeah, uh, I've, I've typed out. I've like typed out a whole bunch of like emails and going, mm-hmm. I'm mother, I'm going to send this. And then I wake up the next morning, read it. I said, let me not hit send until I wake up. The you next have day. some good tweets though. Follow Mike on well, Twitter for sure. You. You funny Mike some, on Twitter. Funny Mike on Twitter. And nobody lists. I am not on it enough. And I don't know, whatever the algorithm has, I get no response. You got to keep on it. And yeah. if you don't interact, which I don't. Right. Man, I don't think anybody sees anything. Yeah, I had... Um, I like had the same res- five people respond on mine. I had a political response to a, a Joy Behar tweet a couple yeah. weeks ago that got like 1,300 wow. likes. My response, I was like, oh, look at that. And you know what that turned into as far as followers? Not one. Not one, <laughs> Not one more follower. Like I am, I am maxed out at 5,500 followers. And that will that'll change by four followers every week. It'll go up two and down two or up three and down yeah. four. I'm just right there. Still, yeah, Twitter just depresses me. You know, I don't feel good about myself when I'm on it. I, I read it and go, why am I doing this? It's just like ugliness I'll tell you how, why all it was, over. It was good uh, a couple weeks ago because I was in San Francisco and my friend there didn't have cable and I wanted to watch the debates, the Democratic debate. And I just went to Twitter and you could, you could oh, watch were, it live right on Twitter. It. Yeah, it was streaming live on Twitter. So that, without, you didn't have to like download a CNN app or Yeah, but do you get, get everybody's comments on it? No, no. It Can did, you stream things like, like uh, the Comedy Central roasts and things like that? That's pay cable. I yeah, I think you gotta like. I think you gotta like have a Comedy Central app and then yeah. sign up for a thing and pay monthly. But um, but our friend, I, I gotta give a shout out for this app. Our friend John Bongiorno works for a company called Pluto TV. Yes, that app is great. I haven't downloaded it yet. It's free and like for example. So it's like free Hulu, basically, is, is what it is. Right? Like they carry like they have a James Bond channel where they carry. They carry like the first, I think, 10 James Bond movies are on this app. You can just watch them anytime you want. Oh, no, Mr. It's got, Bond, I expect you to die. It's got music. It's got all kinds of stuff. Like, for example, if you travel a lot and... and yeah, and can you, you download stuff? Or no, you just watch it right there. A, you have to stream it, though, live. Right that on doesn't the, help me on, on the, the boat, Pluto but. app. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you can download stuff. 
but it's great. Pluto. Okay. Pluto TV. Pluto TV. All right. So do it, do it, Free do it. plug for Pluto TV. Uh, all right. Where are we? Where We're at, uh, at my age. Oh, okay. We talk about covers. This like album, album cover co- is the greatest. Right? It's a drawing. It's a caricature. It's the greatest, though. Yeah. He's holding a cup of tea. Yep. It <laughs> just <laughs> looks exactly like him. I mean... Yeah. It's like a New Yorker cartoon, kind of. It, it is. And it's it's in color. Like, yeah, like this would be a good good album to get signed, too. Yeah. Except it's not a... It's probably never released on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah he's, he's pushing 60 and he knows where he's, you know, it's acceptance. That's one of the ways to get mellower. It's like, yeah, there's nothing. I, I had my career. It's good. Mm-hmm. Now the know, next, I've had a lot of success. Let's, let me just make music I can make. Now I start to like him again with this album. I like this, this album. This is a super mellow album, but I really like it. Right. So I listen your, to this uh, actually quite often. Me too. It's yeah. good. So what is your, uh, what's your first one? Uh, I trained her to love me. And again, this is good wordplay. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. You'll hear it. You think that it's depraved and I should be ashamed. So what? I'm only paying back womankind for all the grief I got. (laughs) I've got the latest believing forever I'll be true. I trained her to love me Now excuse me I've got work to do I trained her to love me And I'm gonna start working on another After this And when I get that one In a state of bliss Betray her With a key (laughs) Yeah, nice Just kind of like it. I trained yeah. her to love me, and then when I get her to love me, I'll betray her. <laughs> now, the song I picked uh, is called People Change, which features background vocals by my favorite, Chrissy Hind. Oh. Here we go. Old friends. Yep. Storybook love made for one another. Now she treats you just like a brother. Now to make it right People change That's the long and short of it Prepare yourself for it You can hear Chrissy Forget yeah. big People change Yeah, I gotta be honest In the six years between albums He wrote a great album Yeah Because I'm gonna play one more This is Hope for All of Us Oh yeah, I like that kind of I don't want to say revived his career but it kind of put him back on the map again because I think people have gotten older like people who grew up with him and other musicians would always you know shout out to him and and gave him praise but also I heard this him out promoting this Mm -hmm. on I think the local NPR station he did a whole like interview and stuff like that and 
And yeah. so we started to get some publicity off it. And I think rightfully so. Yeah, I felt like after the six years, you know, maybe he spent that time raising his kid and all that kind of good yeah. stuff. And I think he was like, yeah, I'm ready now. I'm ready for this again. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I think it did well. Yeah. I mean, I for the size it, yeah. it was. And I think the next one did well, too, because I think there were videos that featured Mark Marin. Yeah, and Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins. There's a song called Stoplight Roses. Yeah. Which I didn't bring in because it's pretty mellow. Of all the ones that they. Let me play it because I do, I okay. do have it. And the next album is from 2011. The Old Magic. Yeah, uh, The Old Magic. And I like the album cover on this, too. Oh, the girl on it? Yeah. Yeah. This is Stoplight You've Roses. Practiced and rehearsed it, but in your heart you know it's too late. Experience should tell you Never get your story too straight You'd better steel yourself And prepare for Some blues to descend Cause you've broken something this time Stoplight roses can't mend. I love that. Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of the videos, like Paul F. Tompkins walking home at the end of a night when Mm -hmm. it's like dawn (laughs) trying to go home. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta, gotta buy roses from the stoplight, the guy at the stoplight. All right. And what's, uh, what's your track from the old magic? Somebody cares for me. I find myself in church. I don't come in here much. But I'm saying a prayer Cause somebody cares for me It's like I've built a hole That was shaped all along With a piece of a puzzle That's been missing all along If you think I'm glad I'd say I'm more than that I'm glad as can be that somebody cares for me. So these two albums, This Old Magic and At My Age, I actually listen to yeah, pretty but, often. I like them both. Yeah, but At My Age is better. Yeah, I think so. So we highly recommend the first four albums and At My Age. Yeah, and uh, again, an overview, if you want, of that is uh, a Quiet Please, I believe, is the, the new Best Of. Best Of, yeah. Which incorporates all that, but does not The Old Magic yet, but... Now, the next songs we're going to play are from an EP from 2018, which I just discovered yeah. yesterday. So he had said that he was just like done. He's done recording. Done and recording. Stuff, and he's okay with it. And uh, he was just ready to retire, yeah. I guess. But uh, seven years in, and he's like, I'll record a couple tunes. Yeah, because he was always in, in his heart a rockabilly guy. Yeah. And he saw this band, Los Straight Jackets, who play in Mexican wrestling Well, masks. this first one, though, is from, uh, from the to- Tokyo Boy. Yes, so he did a... Tokyo Bay. Tokyo Bay. Tokyo Bay. This isn't with Lost Straight Jackets. Yeah, I believe it is. It is? Both of these are? Yeah. All right. Isn't it? I don't know. I'll believe you. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, they basically play... They're a surf guitar Mm -hmm. band, and uh, he just kind of dug it, so he wrote some songs that he could do with them, and he's like, let's go have fun and rock again, and they made this... EP called Tokyo Bay, and then the uh, next one we're going to play. But this is from 2018, right? Yeah, this is very good. Yeah, this is Tokyo Bay. There's a solemn little geisha pining for me Under a parasol out on the key She knows I'm coming from the 
see And she's hoping and praying most fervently That the days that they are gone Smoking into Tokyo Bay I'll find a liner, then my plan To work my ticket to some kind of hand Maybe picking up after the cabaret band Anything to get my toes in the sands of Tokyo Bay so when I saw them at the Wiltern, it was a Christmas concert he was doing, mm-hmm. and Los Straight Jackets were playing with him. Cool. And, and this guy on guitar can wail. If you see them live, they're really good. And did they wear the uh, did they wear the oh, uh, yeah, they the wrestling the masks? masks? They do. They're just I'm like sure Kiss. Yeah. They're like kids like Nick Lowe with Kiss. <laughs> and those guys can walk around anonymous Anonym, all day long. Definitely. Okay. And here's the song I took from the EP. It's uh, "Crying Inside." Jolly crowd, joking, laughing a little too loud, looking like a model of a man that's got it made. But my repartee is just to disguise all the hurt I'm trying to hide, cause I'm crying, I'm crying, crying inside. I'm sitting in a restaurant. Old friends in a favorite haunt And I'm wearing a suit of deepest blue I've been wise cracking like the good old days But pretty soon I'm gonna slip away And walk myself right back to my lonely room It's fun Very stuff. Nice. Yeah, it is fun stuff. And so is the next... Uh... The next one, which is Love Starvation. Yeah, I brought that one in. All right, let's hear this. This is great. From 2019. I woke up early with love starvation Hugging my pillow all alone in a rickety bed Baby, if it's any consolation Needles in the red It only hit me when I went by a mirror Just when I saw what was written all over my face I'm suffering of starvation, a very bad case. Definitely surf guitar. Oh, yeah. Hey, there's Ann Margaret. <laughs> um, so, so take these guys, four guys in Lucha Libre masks to yeah. get them up off the couch and rock again. Maybe they'll get them to do a whole album of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's fun. It, uh, it, and I brought Raincoat, uh, to the, uh, Raincoat in the River. Which is a cover, I believe. Yes. My raincoat in the river gonna toss My umbrella in the sea The sun's gonna shine like never before It ain't gonna rain on me no more Cause my baby's coming back to me Hey, did you see My raincoat in the river sinking down this came out in 2019, so we could include this on the year uh, in review episode. Yes, if we, we could. To. Uh, I, and I, I was just reminded, looking at the album cover, that Yep Rock Records sent me vinyl and CDs of this this year, and I gave those oh. away. I think West Anthony won the vinyl copy. I think he did. Look at all these gifts but, that the Patreon subscribers can get. I really do give away a lot of stuff, and that's the $2 tier. That's the lowest. I mean, there's a dollar tier, which you don't get anything, and I think four people do that, but... Come on, people. How many quarters is that, Pat? <laughs> How many quarters is a dollar? 
Uh, let me think. Uh, <laughs> what uh, Bruce? Uh, what? Uh, nickel. It's 20 nickels. <laughs> and uh, it's 10 dimes, 100 pennies. I can't go there. But quarter why? I mean, two half dollars. They still make a half dollar? <laughs> I, I like so. a Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to quarters, which I got a lot of them in my bank, I would say a dollar is equal to... Oh, oh, <laughs> quarters. Never gets old for me. Uh, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Okay, we're done except for our playout song, which is probably the most recognizable of all songs yeah. in the catalog. And, and the it's biggest, a great tune. It is. And it's the, one of the greatest pop songs of all time, in my opinion. And you can totally hear the production when, yeah. you, when you hear the, the Pretenders. Yes, yeah. Do, and, yeah. I'm surprised that the Pretenders... Stop your sobbing. It was like, oh exactly. my God, that sounds so much like... jangly it. guitar, yes. the Rickenbackers, everything. But uh, let's do some promoting. First of all, Mike, you are at Funny Mike on Twitter. Funny Mike on Twitter, uh, funnymike.com. And if the ASAP Club gets this, I'll be October 14th week, 14th, 15th in Zany's downtown in Chicago and in St. Charles, the 17th through 19th. And other than that... Yeah, what about Instagram? Travel Tales Podcast Instagram? on Instagram. Travel Tales Podcast okay. on Instagram. Travel Tales Pod on Twitter as well. And I tr- the Travel Tales Podcast is still going on. I try to retweet whenever you uh, post about the Travel Tales Podcast. Thank you. That's I, very nice. Whenever I see it, I try to retweet it. If you post a cool travel picture, I try to retweet it, like it, do all that stuff. Thank you. We, uh, Kyle is at Kyle.SinFunny. I don't know why we're still promoting him. You're still plugging pot- Kyle, huh? Pile. I call yeah, him Pile. Pile. Gomer. <laughs> Gomer Kyle. That's going to be his new nickname, Gomer Kyle. <laughs> um that's because people send me emails really missing Kyle it's like well thanks for the compliment (laughs) we miss him too he'll be back it's not like the other people that have left us this guy will actually be back (laughs) Um, I'm at Pat underscore Francis we are at Rock Solid Show go to patreon.com forward slash slash Rock Solid Podcast and get in on this win some stuff I got so many books to give away in the coming weeks, um, they might have already been given away by the time you hear this, but Nick Lowe books, uh, Debbie Harry, Elton John, working on Liz Fair books, working on, I want Liz Fair in here yeah, come on, Liz. when we promote that book. Uh, her people are very nice, but not... Um, nice enough, apparently. Not nice enough yet. <laughs> they're very nice, but they're not, but they're not making a, the push yet. Oh, speaking of four quarters, I forgot to... Oh, dude, hey, oh! Forgot to plug my Dry Bar Comedy special. Yes, on Dry Bar Comedy. Four quarters. Costs four quarters to download my special. Do you know how many people have downloaded it? I have no idea. Not enough, probably. Not enough, probably. Do you make, uh, what do you make off of that? Uh, Nothing so far. I mean, there's a fee. You get you get paid to yeah. do it, but but you don't get like a quarter of every dollar or something like that. There's there's a whole scale that uh, full of. Uh, have you got a dry bar check in your mail yet? No, no. no. Okay. Well, for the shooting, you know, you get something to do. Sure, it. but it's, I think you have to hit certain numbers before, like a record contract. You're basically working off your 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 advance. Right. Even <laughs> so, if you even if you didn't make any money from it. You have an amazing special. Yeah, and it's shot always for, out there. That was shot for free. Some people have seen it and hired me for other gigs. So, so you're that's getting good. that. But it still would be nice to make yes. a little money. A dollar. And you know, and without being a whiny crybaby, um, uh, as far as the Patreon goes, I put a lot of work into this. Uh, uh, pre-production, post-production, uh, mailing stuff, tweeting stuff, uh, sending stuff. So uh, Look, we're spending our Sunday here. So yes, it's fun. It is fun. I say that one hundred percent. It's fun, and I did this for years uh, without the Patreon page. But it's uh, it's nice to be recognized yeah. for something that you do treat like it's your job. 
And I drove to the valley. You drove to the As valley. Fee Wable would not drive to the valley. <laughs> I had to go to his uh, bungalow in uh, Venice, right down the street Venice from me. Beach. Yeah, uh, that, that fucking guy. Um, <laughs> uh, have you seen the tubes? No. Do you want to go with me when they come next time? Sure. If I'm around, I'll go. I think they're coming soon. All right. Oh, speaking of concerts, I went to uh, uh, Squeeze with friend of the show, Courtney Cronin. Courtney Cronin, uh, guest co-host here. We'll have her back soon. I don't have her on the schedule yet. I don't have Christine Blackburn on the schedule yet. I don't have Christy Stratton on the schedule yet. I don't have Lisa Goich on the schedule. I'm trying to get Christy in first. Christy trumps everyone else. Yes. But uh, trying to get Christy in. She just did Pilar's podcast a couple weeks ago. Her show is premiering. Yes, it will have come out it probably come by out, the time. Uh, bless the hearts. Bless the hearts. It's in the. It follows the Simpsons. It's in the. That's uh, a good spot. Fox right? Animation Block, and um, <laughs> between the Simpsons and Family Guy, it's probably yeah, a good spot. It's probably good. It's good, and it, it looks like it's going to have a uh, King of the Hill kind of type of feel a little yeah. bit, and that's what Christy uh, excels at. So uh, good for her. So check that. So look, when when Christy's not here, that's the reason. There's not. There hasn't been any falling out. Nothing like that. Yeah, she's, she's busy. She's busy. She's got I, a kid. I, we text and I talk to Christy all the time. So all's good. All right, here we go. The song is, of course. Cruel to be kind. Thank you, Mike, for coming out. We did this in two hours and three minutes. That's Atta not boy. bad. Plowing I think, through. I think the first three minutes was us uh, talking, and, and that'll be, I mean, before I even started. Oh, okay. No, we'll cut that out. Yeah. So uh, I should cut the whole thing out. Yeah, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Cruel to be kind. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Thanks.